It's time for another episode of the Core Extra Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Core Extra Podcast. I'm Kurt. Well, there you go. And I'm Steve. There you go. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. <laughs> There's some hand sanitizer right there. Oh, your train's here. <laughs> okay. Hey, welcome our studio audience back. We have a limited studio audience, but they're back. And two. Yeah, we have two. Two people. Two people here today. Yeah, so we're glad to have everybody back. So, Steve, how you been since? So, oh, I I forgot. This is the part where we act like we haven't seen each other forever. So, Steve, how have you been? Fantastic. You know, I've been traveling around the world and uh, decided to stop back here to do the show. Well, that's awful nice of you. Well, look, we're still in a semi. I'm going to jump right in because as we did last week, did you get your shots? Yes, I did. Both of them? Yeah, I had my second shot uh, a couple of days ago, and uh, everything went fine. As you can see, I'm growing a third leg. <laughs> I still got to get my second one, but once yeah. I get that, then we can run around crazy. Yeah. Through the whole city, and no one can make us wear a mask. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but we, uh, again, have to uh, go out and do an interview this afternoon, so we are going to jump right in. So I wanted to tell you, Steve... I've been binge watching a couple things. One is good, and one I have some major issues with. All right, go ahead. So tell the, me the one you have major issues. With. Okay, this is easy. It's called eleven twenty two sixty three. So November twenty second, nineteen sixty three. And I'm gonna tell you up front: if nobody, if if you're listening and you don't know what date, the significance of that date, just turn the podcast off and go to bed. Because most people listen to us at night. Because we yeah. we put them right to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to hear this while they're like awake. Give them a hint what it is about. Okay, November twenty second, nineteen sixty three, was when John Fitzgerald Kennedy uh, was assassinated in Dallas, Texas. Hey, my phone was out of juice. We turned it back on. Now I'm getting all my Texas. Texas. <laughs> what? Woo. <laughs> Texas. Wow. <laughs> Looks like some night classes in order. <laughs> All my Texas living. <laughs> All my exes live in Texas. Oh, Woo wee. So yeah, so what it is is it's a Stephen it's adapted from a Stephen King novel where a guy has the ability to go back in time, and he goes back to stop the assassination of President Kennedy. I've seen, I saw the movie. Did you? Oh, no. You I read, read the book. You read the book, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was long, one of those two. It was long as the movie. Oh, right? God, it was terrible. So this is a miniseries, what they used to call a miniseries. I think it's like eight episodes. Now, you know I am a sucker for all time travel movies. I watch all of them, and then I try to pick them apart. You know, because I really like him. One of my favorites is Looper. If you haven't seen Looper with Bruce Willis, see it immediately. But but on this one, this guy goes back. And I'm not going to get any details and spoil it. But this guy goes back 
And he just does one stupid thing after another. It's continuous throughout the whole thing. Uh, I'm not giving much away if I tell you he tells somebody why he's back there, which is like the the cardinal rule not to break. You, you know, you don't tell anybody. You know, because now you're altering, you're altering history. And he just breaks one cardinal rule after another. He just one stupid thing after another. I finished it, but, man, it was rough. It was hard to get through. If you've seen it, if anybody out there has seen it and you like it, I mean, good. I mean, you know, I never tell anybody not to watch anything because they might pick up something from it that they enjoy. But, man, I mean, you got to be smart when you time travel. You think if you figured out how to time travel, you'd be a little smarter when you got back there. But um, I never get into recommending or not recommending. Just if you want to see it, take it. I I see it on uh, Hulu or as the old folks say, the Hulu. I see it on the Hulu. And it's called eleven twenty two sixty three. Um, rough. I'm not. You know. I'm. I'm struggling not to give you examples because I don't want to spoil anything. But it is a Stephen King, though. It's so a Stephen. King. Yeah, but I mean, you still got to do. You can't be. You can't do dumb stuff when you get back. When you go back. You can't. You, uh, and and I'm I'm assuming that and I can't remember from reading. I read it a long time ago. I can't remember if the guy. Well, this is a given. He he was born in Maine, wasn't he? All Stephen Kings are in Maine. Yeah, he's from Lisbon, Maine. So he has to go to Dallas, of course. Yeah. To suss out whether, what's his face, Lee Harvey Oswald is working by himself or for somebody else, Um, which you could probably just call the police and tell them what's going to happen. I mean, then the whole show would be over. The show would last like 20 minutes. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I watched that. I struggled through that. But now I'm on season three of Longmire. Did you ever watch Longmire? No. Oh, man, Longmire. I was, on the, I was on the fence about watching it because he's like a modern-day cowboy. He's a deputy sheriff. I mean, he's the sheriff out in Wyoming. But um, I've seen that before. It's good. McLeod. He's basically McLeod, yeah. <laughs> but it's really good. Lou Diamond Phillips is in it. Well, uh, I like, yeah, I like him a lot. Katie Sackhoff, I think I'm not pronouncing her name right. She was in um, Battlestar Galactica and a couple of other things. No, she, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, she was in Another Life uh, on Netflix, which is a good sci-fi series. This is really good. It's really good. It's it's really deep, um, multi-layer characters, character development. It's pretty good. And you know Longmire is when these guys talk like that. Oh, you don't, yeah. t- you don't talk much more than that, you know. Hey, Sheriff, how you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you? <laughs> you know, he's one of those. But um, but it's really good. It has a lot of subplots in it. And um, it's six seasons. It was canceled after three seasons on A&E, I think. And then Netflix picks the, picked it up, and they did another three seasons. So it's six seasons total, which is a good run. Is it over? It's over. I think it was over in 2017. But... Um, but I, uh, people had told me how good it was, and I was like, eh, you know, I don't know, I don't want to watch McLeod again, yeah. you know. But uh, no, it's good. Longmire is worth looking at. Kind of a slow start, but and it takes a little getting used to him, you know. He lives just like that, you know. Is that Lee uh, Lou Diamond Phillips? That no, that? Um, this guy's name, the actor's name. Sorry, I can't remember the actor's name. Somebody I wasn't familiar with. Um, but Lou Diamond Phillips is because it's out in Wyoming. 
So there's this um, tension between the reservation, the Cheyenne reservation and the, the, the county sheriff. And Lou Diamond Phillips is a Cheyenne Native American with a bar that's off the reservation, but he's the sheriff's like best friend. So he kind of he kind of eases the tension between the two. You know what I mean? It's good though. Uh, it's really good. And um, but look it up. It's called Longmire. L O N G M I M I R E, and that's his last name. He's Sheriff Longmire. Yeah, you know, he, he's one of these guys. Even though it started in 2012, he don't carry a cell phone, you know, because people need to talk to each other more. You know, he's one, of them, he's one of them guys. But it's good, though. It's really good, and I really, really enjoy it. And I'm about halfway through. I can't wait to see how it wraps up. But that's all I've been binging uh, and been watching. But, Steve, speaking of watching movies, it's my understanding. I have heard from a confidential informant Uh three times removed from the action. Yes. That we are going to continue our countdown of the top 50 movies you must see. According to Mental Floss. So I'm thinking you should do a recap of what we've talked about so far. I'm going to do this real quick. So number 50, Casablanca. Number 49, Once Upon a Time in the West. Number 48, Grave of the Fireflies. Number 47. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Started the Firefly one again because my thing clicked on. Grave of the Fireflies, which nobody wants to see. The Prestige Whiplash. Number 45, Intouchables. 44's Departed. 43, City Lights. We're going to have to do this every time, aren't we? 42, Gladiator. 41, Psycho. 40, Modern Times, 39, American History X, 38, Terminator 2, 37, The Pianist, 36, Back to the Future, 35, The Lion King, 34, Harry Carey, 33, The Usual Suspects, 32, Leon the Professional, 31, Interstellar, which we both hate. 30, Green Mile, 29, Parasite, 28, a Spirited Away, a cartoon, 27. So far on the list, number 27 is my favorite, Saving Private Rhyme. Mm-hmm. Number 26, Star Wars, The New Beginning. No, 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 no. No. A New Hope. A New Hope. Well, what's the difference? <laughs> Okay, now we start with number 25. Number 25. Number 25 is from 25, It's a Wonderful Life, 1946. Have you ever seen this movie? A thousand times. You know, I've never seen this movie in its entirety. No. Never. I used to watch it around... Christmas time, seriously, when I was a kid. I get it all the time. Like, remember, everybody used to show it. Right. And I would get it. uh, Okay, so I got some facts about It's a Wonderful Life. Some facts about It's a Wonderful Life. There's 25, but I'm not going to do them all. Let's let's not. Um, So I'm just going to read them to you because 
All right. Life ain't feeling All so right. wonderful right now. <laughs> it's a wonderful life. Began with a Christmas card. I'm just going to leave it at that. Now you got to ask, what? Riveting. After years of unsuccessfully trying to shop his short story, The Greatest Gift, to publishers, Philip Van Doren Stern, I wonder if that's uh, Anderson's father. Anderson who? Uh, Cooper. No, he's, his, no he's a Vanderbilt. He's a Van, Van Doren, isn't he? No, Vanderbilt. Oh, Gloria Vanderbilt. Yeah, 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 he's a Vanderbilt. Well, it's not his father then. <laughs> <laughs> not that we know of. Yeah. Decided to get, oh, Philip Van Doren. Boy, this sucks. This <laughs> Decided to give the, the gift. The Corexter podcast is taking auditions. <laughs> decided to go. Oh Christ, forget that one. Cary <laughs> <laughs> Grant was set to star in It's a Wonderful Life. How about that? Mm-hmm. Probably yeah. could have been better. <laughs> Maybe. But it happens in Hollywood. Cary Grant was doing another movie. So he couldn't play it, I guess. Uh, I don't even know who Dorothy Parker is, to tell you the truth. Uh, these are really stupid to go on this. Oh, shit. I was about ready to read you something, but then the Hills Fire Farm ad popped up right in front of it. Boy, this is going right downhill, isn't it? <laughs> Listen, if you're listening to this podcast now, turn it off. Do yourself a favor, turn it off and let go me, to bed. Let me ask you this. Why would this be so... Did you know Mary Owen is not named after Mark Bailey? No. I don't even know who those two people are. No, I don't know who that is. Beulah Bondi was a pro at playing Jimmy Stewart's mom. I think... I'm going to tell you what. And there's 25 of these. <laughs> they're, they're horrible. That, that's enough. Please move on. Last one. The rock that broke the window of the Granville house was a real rock. Great. Next. He says next. Number 24 on the list is Silence of the Lambs. Now see if we can come up with something here that's halfway decent. Did you like Silence of the Lambs? I did. I did, but it I think it's I think it's grossly overrated. I do too. But I I enjoyed it, but I thought it was grossly overrated. Okay. Silence of the Lamb is the third film ever to win the big five Oscars. Best picture, actor, actress, director, and screenplay. Mm-hmm. You know the other two. I think one of them's on our list. Well, Casablanca? No. Is that on the list? It happened one night? No. No. Okay, it's not. Uh, well, it hasn't yet. No, not yet. Not yet. It happened one night in 1935, yeah. which there was probably two movies. Right, right. And one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know I was right. going to guess uh, what you call it. Um, uh, um, to Kill a Mockingbird. Good. That was my guess. Gene Siskel gave The Silence of the Lambs a thumbs down. I can see why. It was terrible. Oh, I can see why. 
you know, they almost made Hannibal Lecter like a a uh, superhero. He was he could do anything. Uh, Gene Hackman was originally picked to play Hannibal Lecter. Didn't know that. I did not either. Clarice. Clarice. The first person was Michelle Pfeiffer. She probably would have been she, good. Yeah, she would have been good. Um. Now, Jodie Foster was concerned that Silence of the Lambs was going to make the FBI look stupid. I, I don't know how that would matter, would you? No. The second choice to play Hannibal Lecter was Sean Connery. Hmm. Not this stuff. No, he's Bond. Yeah. Simple as that. And let's, I'll give you one more. Mm-hmm. It says here, Anthony Hopkins used our fear of doctors and dentists to ramp up the scares in the Silence of the Lambs. It was Hopkins' idea for Lecter to wear white. His theory was that people already had a fear of doctors and dentists who wear white on the job. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, like I never paid attention to I that. I never though. either. I never, because I like going to the dentist, especially for proctology. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and you can tell we're getting tired. <laughs> No, okay. I, I can I can still actually read. Number twenty three <laughs> is City of God. Have you seen that? Mm, I don't remember. I don't either. Two thousand two. I think I have. In poverty, Rio de Janeiro, a budding photographer who documents the increasing drug related violence in the neighborhood. I, I don't even know who these people are. Mm-hmm. That played in it. So, yeah, don't don't even go see that. 2002, skip it. Well, no, we got to say something about it. Well. I'm just not familiar with it. Actually, I do know this lady because they're showing her on TV in a new show. Her name is Alice Brega. A City of God. It's a crime drama. You know, it did get 91%. Okay. So, will you make it sound like something that everybody would rush out and see? Yes, I, I probably wouldn't see it. I'm not into that type of movie. I'm, Based on your description, I have no idea what that movie is about. <laughs> no one's in, into that type of movie. Okay, number twenty-two on the list. Number twenty-two. This, I think, this. Segment is about finish forever. <laughs> life is beautiful. I just did that. Didn't you? No, life is beautiful. Life is beautiful is good. Saw it. Loved it. You you give us some. You tell us about it. Oh, you never seen it? No. Oh, man, it's so good. So it's almost like two movies in one. This guy uh, is living in uh, Italy. And he and his life is beautiful. He has a little boy. I mean, everything's going along fine. And then the Nazis come in and they take him to a concentration camp. And he has his son. He has his son with him. So his son won't be terrorized by this. He pretends that the Nazi invasion and all the atrocities are a game to his son. So his son doesn't understand what's really going on. 
And oh, this, uh, this might be even higher up then. I kind of like that. I would move it higher, and it is an excellent movie. I, uh, I think it, I think he he being the actor is Roberto Benini, and he co-wrote it. And uh, here I'll read what he what he okay. what the what the thing is uh, because I have it here. Benini plays Guido. Orifice, a Jewish-Italian bookshop owner who employs his fertile imagination to shield his son from the horrors of the internment in a Nazi concentration camp. It was a, the, the movie was partially inspired by the book In the End, I Beat Hitler, which was written by Rubino Romeo Salmoni. And, so, and also, Benini's father spent two years in a labor camp during World War II. I mean, it is it is really an excellent movie. It's it's um, it's really worth seeing, and I believe it won Picture of the Year. I know he won because when he won the um, award, he climbed up on the um, he walked on the uh, back of the chairs to get up to the stage. So, um, just an excellent excellent movie. He won Best Actor, uh, the first for male non English performance. Um, Best foreign language film, um, best actor, and uh, that was great. It's a great movie. I would move it higher. I would I, move. I don't even know what's next, but I would move it up higher. Okay, so two thumbs up. Way up. All right, and number twenty-one on the list is seven. Okay. You like that movie? Yes, liked it, but it's overrated. But it is good. Brad Pitt. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Yeah. All right. Here's a couple. But uh, I will tell you. Yes. It's overrated. But I like it. Here's some facts for its 25th anniversary. Well, 25th anniversary, 2015. <laughs> okay. All right. Seven came from the mind of a record store employee. Let me tell you here. Says here, screenwriter Andrew Kevin Walker was a graduate of Penn State's film program. Several years how, later, however, he was no closer to achieving his goal of working in the industry, making ends meet at New York City Tower Record Store. Walker was so depressed he wrote a bleak and oppressive script about a hunt for a killer who uses his seven deadly sins in his inspiration for his crime. Can you name the seven deadly sins? No. Lust, anger, pride, envy, greed, gloss, sluttony. That's pretty good. Uh, I said, wait a minute. Envy, greed. What was the other one? Gluttony. Gluttony and sloth. I messed that up in the beginning. And anger is often sometimes substituted with wrath. It says here, most of seven's violence happens off screen. Despite extended examinations of torture, bloated, and insect-fested corpses, virtually all the actual bloodletting in Seven takes place before the Texans even arrive. Before the Texans even arrive. The Texans. The Texans. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I need my glasses fixed. Now, the reason it, was, it did so well is it opened it up against a movie on September 22nd. Mm-hmm which I thought was a good movie, mm -hmm. but a lot of people don't. It opened against Showgirls. 
Oh. I like Showgirls. Oh, my God. But you know why? It takes place in Vegas. You know, I, I love Vegas. I love Vegas, too. But, man, oh, man, is that a horrible movie? You know, it made $13 million in its first week, seven, compared to $16 million for Showgirls. Mm, mm, mm. It came nowhere near... Showgirls came nowhere near the $327 million that seven made. Right. Oh, Showgirls is so bad. You should never say that again. Morgan Freeman. I, I used to like watch Saved by the Bell because I had the kids. We'd all watch it. So Okay, but Showgirls is horrible. <laughs> okay, Morgan Freeman was supposed to shoot the killer in seven. Right. Did you know that? That I knew. Brad Pitt made sure. I forgot she was in this. I forgot it was his his wife. Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow's head stay in the box. They, you know, after many bad experiences, Legends of the Fall, where the head must have been shown. I, I never saw that. Did you, Legends of the Fall? Yeah, I saw it. Do you remember somebody's head in it? I don't remember anybody's no. head in it either. No. So when he signed on the film, he insisted the original head in the box ending stay intact. He didn't want any more heads to be shown. Maybe somebody's head fell off a horse. I do know one one piece of trivia. You remember when when uh, the killer, I think everybody by now knows this Kevin Spacey. <laughs> when Kevin Spacey was on his knees and he was saying, what's in the box, what's in the box? And he put the gun against Spacey's head and pushed it, yeah. like shoved him. He wasn't supposed, that wasn't in the script. Oh, and, was, and when Spacey looks up at him, he's really pissed. <laughs> no, that wasn't in the script. He ad-libbed that. He being Brad Pitt. Well, Kevin Spacey got what he deserved. Seven inspired a comic book. Did you know that? Mm-mm. I did not either. I don't read comics. So it doesn't matter. And finally, the studio wanted a sequel to Seven. It says here, Brad Pitt was supposed to marry another girl. Oh, I, I read that wrong. Brad Pitt was supposed to marry three other women, and each one, they cut their heads off and put them in a box. <laughs> <laughs> no, it ended perfect. We don't need a... We no, don't we need, don't need you no. know, We don't need that, okay? Mm-hmm. So anyway, to recap, number 25, It's a Wonderful Life, which I've never seen in its entirety, but I've seen the whole movie, bits and pieces here and there. Number 24, Silence of the Lambs. Number 23, City of God. Number 22, Life is Beautiful. And number 21, Seven. I can tell you right now, I would put Life is Beautiful ahead of Seven. Seven. Yes. Life is Beautiful might be one I keep moving up. I would think if you looked at these, I would think... Everyone should see It's a Wonderful Life once. I can go without seeing any of those other ones once. I mean, if, yeah. if you said I never saw well, I haven't seen two of them. So, yeah, yeah. Well, you haven't seen It's a Wonderful Life all the way through. I have seen it all the way through, but not in not, one sitting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, um, I can tell you everybody should see Life is Beautiful. It's excellent, excellent movie. So... Without looking ahead, which we haven't, mm-hmm. I mean, what do you what do you think the next coming up movies have got to be? The Godfather, two of the Godfathers have got to be in there. Oh, they have to be in there, and you yeah. know, um, 
you know um what's name's gonna be in there oh jeez i just had it on the tip of my tongue uh ten commandments yeah you know that's gonna be in there godfathers no we haven't had any godfathers none you're gonna you know that's that has to be we in haven't there. had casino we haven't yeah. had uh goodfellas I think the first alien is. Did we already we didn't have that, did we? We didn't have the first alien, and think, that will not make I, it. I think the first alien will be coming up soon. The first one, I think it'll be coming up soon. Uh, we haven't had any Halloween. No, but this is not a horror one. This no, is I know, but you must see. I mean, I. But those first ones were kind of groundbreaking. The first Halloween, first alien. I could be wrong about that, but I would put those in there ahead of something that we've already. Talked about. How about Freddy Krueger? No. No Freddy. The first one? No. Have you ever, anybody ever get killed in their dreams before? No. No. Now you talk about breaking. That's breaking. No. No one. No now, Freddy. Because everybody thought, you know, oh, I'm just going to go to sleep. Now you go to sleep. Now you go to sleep. You get killed. So. Kilt. K-I-L-T. Yes. You get killed. Braveheart. No. Speaking of kilts. Braveheart is probably coming up. Braveheart should be coming up. You know what's out. probably coming up too is a beautiful mind. The one with Russell Crowe. Yes. You know, but but see, but see, we haven't gone back far enough. Oh. I, yeah. I think, uh, what's the name has to be in there? Uh, Citizen Kane. Citizen it's always in the list. Always. And uh, I think I mentioned it last week, I think, uh, To Kill a Mockingbird is probably in there somewhere. You know what? Of course, Gone with the Wind. Yeah, you okay, know. we're going we're gonna to write these down real quick. See if any of them make it. Gone with the Wind. Yeah, for sure. Gone with the wind. Kill a mockingbird. I'm going old school. Kill a mockingbird. Godfathers. The first one. I can't write that thing. Yes, you can. Just put GF. Um, GF. The first alien. That is not going to be on here. I think it will be. A must-see? The first one, yes. There's none. Yeah, that none, must be seen. None of the other ones, but the first Alien was was was, was a really good movie. Only for Bill Paxton. No, 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 no. See, see, this is why I don't discuss this with people. Bill Paxton was in this in Aliens. Oh, and the first Alien. That's the no one with S. Sigourney. Well, they all have Sigourney. No, but I mean the main, the very first, the very first one. Yeah, the very first. Is that the one that's got the thing coming out the dude's butt? No, no, no. This is the one where uh, the gorilla climbs the Empire State Building and gets shot. But yeah, it's the one with the guy. They all got the guy coming out of the gut. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the one, Tennessee, where he comes out of his stomach? Yeah. Okay, so we got the first alien, (laughs) the Godfathers. Yeah. One of them. At least number one. Not three. No. Um, Braveheart? Yes. Beautiful mind. Yeah. Beautiful mind. We're going to put 20 of them down. I'll give, Jesus. I'll give you another long shot. Yeah. But it should be on there. It's called White Heat. James Cagney. Okay, so if we're going... Okay, That's then, old school. I think that was what, like... Speaking of old school, what about... Uh, it's not as old school as Charlie Chaplin, but it's old. No, no you're right. Mm-hmm. Well, Citizen Kane. Yeah, Citizen Kane is going to be on there. Hot tub time machine. Hot tub time machine. Yeah. In the heat of the night. Yeah, see? That's got to be on. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about some heavyweight movies here. 
like, these don't make it. And those other clowns did. These are ones that are take somebody's spot. I know, right? Um, guess who's coming to dinner? Mm-hmm. I mean, these are the African queen. Yeah, see? I mean, this is going to be tough. These movies here, if they're not on the list, then they somebody will Somebody else got to go. They, somebody got to go. Yeah, somebody's got to go. Mental floss need to go. <laughs> if these <laughs> aren't on the list. Huh. I can't think of it. I mean, I could probably think of a thousand, but. I can tell you what, every movie that we just named right there could, has to be on the list. No, could take the place of Interstellar. Yeah, and I don't want to see. I don't yes. want to sound like I'm beating up on Interstellar, but I don't know. It's just not that good to me. No, it's stupid. And I and I'm gonna be honest with you. I could take off Silence of the Lambs too. I think as I enjoyed it, I like. Now you know what? Now if you think back in the '80s, I think the '80s. Yeah. When HBO was was really really rolling, okay, there were movies that you'd be sitting at home on a Wednesday night, and a movie would come on, and it would be a decent movie, and you'd say, "Hey man, did you see that movie that was on the other night?" No, and you say, "Oh yeah, I saw that, and that was pretty good." That's the type of movie to right. me that Silence of the Lambs is. You know what I mean? If I was sitting at home flipping the channels. And on cable, and that movie came on. I would have liked it and enjoyed it, but I think it's way overrated. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I think Seven is the same way. I liked it. I enjoyed it, but I don't think it's a masterpiece. Now I know people are gonna say, "Oh, but okay, whatever." I'm just saying for me, and I think a lot of that comes from if you watch. Um, foreign language films or films from other countries uh, or, or, or independent small films, you see a lot that are better than, 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 than those two. And that's not saying anything derogatory about them. I just, for us to still be talking about this cannibalistic serial killer, you, you know what I mean? I just, I just didn't think it was special. It was good, but it wasn't special. About uh, Mom and Paul Kettle go to the big city. Now put that down. That'll be on there. I don't think our listeners even know who Mom no, and Paul. That'll Kettle be on is. there. And Look the epi- up Mom and Paul Kettle. And the episode where the Beverly Hillbillies went to see Lady Clementine in the Haunted Castle. That'll be on there too. Do you know who we haven't had on? Is any of the Marx Kelsey. Brothers? The Marx yeah. Brothers are good. Yeah, they're better than Chaplin. Chaplin shouldn't have two movies. I don't know about that. He shouldn't have two movies on there. Tell me you don't laugh more at the Marx Brothers well, but than you do it. But they're more relatable for you and me because they're closer to our... Chaplin was... I mean... So Cha- the Marx Brothers were like 1933. No, but wait a minute, though. Chaplin mostly was no sound at all. Nothing. But these... And he, and he produced, directed them, wrote them, did everything, you know. I think he was more of a genius than the Marx Brothers were. That's all. That could be. Nothing against the Marx Brothers. I like them, but I don't think they were geniuses like Chaplin was. There's only one good thing about the Marx Brothers. They do teach you lessons. Yeah. You know. Of course so, they do. Because you, about, especially about <laughs> lighting cigars. Right. If you haven't seen the movie, what check was, it out. What was the one where, what did Groucho he was an attorney, and his last name was Loophole. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think I still laugh at the Marx Brothers. I have never laughed at Chaplin. I think well, he, but, I think it's stupid. But Chaplin, but but, and I think we talked about this once a long time ago. Seriously, I think we did on the podcast. Chaplin was more satire and commentary, whereas the Marx Brothers were just plain, and I mean this in a good way, plain stupidity. You know, but Chaplin was more, Chaplin was more like, here, here, here. The Marx Brothers were like slapstick comedy, if you can bring it up to date. And then Charlie Chaplin was more like George Carlin. You you know what I mean? George Carlin told jokes, but he also had this social commentary. And I think Chaplin was like that. I don't think you died laughing at Chaplin. I didn't. No, I I think he's. But. But I think, but I, but you do laugh at Mar. I don't know. I don't know. I laugh at the Marx Brothers. My dad used to laugh at Laurel and Hardy. I didn't think they were funny. I don't see nothing with them either. Yeah. And he loved W.C. Fields. Yeah. <laughs> I like W.C. Fields, but it's, but it's almost like one joke. You yeah. Know? You know, um, when you look at those old comedians like that. Now, here's here's something for you. I think those guys were probably more naturally funny than some of the people today. Some of the people, I'm not going to name any names because I don't want to beat up on anybody, but there's this one female comedian that's very popular, and I just don't understand. I've never even cracked a smile at anything Amy Schumer, oops, has ever said. (laughs) I just don't get it. I don't, I don't. I don't understand it. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of, I'm not even picking on her. I, I sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll go on YouTube and see these stand up and I'll see these guys on there and I'll go like, why is everybody laughing at this? Yeah. I've been. You know, and then the next person will be hilarious, but I don't know, but I don't know. So that's what we think is going to be on there. Um, but we'll see. You sure? No, right now. Hot tub, hot tub, time machine. Oh, you always go with the original. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, I bet you, no, Back to the Future was already on there, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, I bet you those show up. Yeah, there's some good stuff on the list. Good stuff on the list. And there's no vampire movies, which really pisses me off. The original Dracula will probably be on there. That could be on there, yeah. Probably. Well, Steve, uh, look, just like last week, we have an appointment to get to. We're busy. We're trying to get some content for you guys, get some different stuff, doing some on-location stuff. So we're going to have to get out of here. We, we don't even have time to ask what did we learned. We know what we learned this weekend. We learned about the list. But um, we're going to saddle up and get out of here and uh, tell everybody to follow us, subscribe, like us on uh, on all social media, and uh, follow us on Twitter. We'll, we have a lot to say on there. And we have some good stuff coming up for you guys this year. Uh, We have a couple of new features coming up. Uh, Hint, hint, it revolves around some sports. So that's coming up soon. And uh, from there, we're just going to keep rolling. We have to do our draft report. Draft report. I've already made some calls. And since Steve mentioned that, that's one of the things we have to do tonight. We're going to meet with some some people about the draft. So I'm tired. It's not a good night night. All right, we're going to get out here. Thanks, studio audience, uh, uh, two of you. It's more than two, but thank you guys for coming in. It's good seeing you. And um, 
and uh, maybe next week we'll have a you know if, the, if we get this COVID straight now maybe we'll have a bigger audience here pretty soon but thanks for coming in thanks everybody for listening big shout out to all of our Twitter family all of our social media family Instagram Twitter and everything like that please listen download and subscribe and uh, thank everybody for listening and following along I'm Kirk I'm Steve thanks for listening everybody <laughs>